welcome to episode 23 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrich. How you doing, Cody? I'm doing good, Sam. Uh, it's been a week, but you know, we're here now and we're going to talk about some video games, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, It's a, it was a long week. It was a lot of bad stuff going on, specifically yeah. for you, for your back, but uh, hopefully, <laughs> eventually that's all going to get fixed. And um, then you won't have to deal with this. I always want to talk to you about it and be like, your pain in the butt, but it's not your pain in the butt. It's the pain in the back. And that just doesn't sound as good. Like, I wish it did. I mean, actually, I wish you didn't have a pain at all. Um, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about some video games and to have some fun. So... Before we get into talking about some video games, we have a listener question from our buddy Mike, who sent it in quite a while ago. And we kept being like, we're going to get to this, we're going to get to this, and then we never get to it. We always run out of time. So we're going to do our listener question first today so that we make sure we make time for yeah, it. Yeah, Mike's, uh, Mike's been getting a little mad. He's been writing some very angry emails to us about how we're ignoring his question. And well, I was like, we need to get this done. I mean, I think we owe him quite a bit of respect because, by my count, he's the reigning king of gifts in our Discord. He is. So, I mean, he's he royalty. He deserves an answer. So, let's, he does. let's get to it. Cody, here's Mike's question. All right. If there was a game you could turn into a series or maybe keep the series running longer, what would that game be and why? I know most, if any of you, are probably not sports fans. Good call, Mike. But I loved NCAA football and curse EA for not keeping it running. However, my runner-up would be Baldur's Gate. My brother and I played the first two together and had so much fun with them. It's a good question. So, Cody, what is a game, singular game, that you would like to see turned into a series? Or a series that has fallen dead that you would like to revive? I think uh, this one would count for both because technically it's a game that could have became a series, but also it's a game that died real quickly. Um, I don't know if you remember the game Brink. It was Never a parkour shooter from Ooh. I believe EA was publishing it. Um, so like yeah, like it was all about like you the maps were made so like you could parkour around, like jump over stuff really uh -huh. quickly, and like the gunplay felt pretty good. Like uh. And I bought the game, and I was like, man, I'm having a lot of fun with this game. And then I realized why well, I was having a lot of fun with the game. There was no one else playing it, so they filled the games with bots. I think <laughs> I ran into maybe three other people. This oh. game, like, I think was just dead on arrival for some reason. Huh. Um, but, like, with games like Titanfall and, like, the movement, like, combat yeah. and that, I feel like Brink could come back and actually see a lot of people, like, excited for it. I would wonder like how you would do that and like there are so many shooters out there now like with like overwatch and stuff like maybe maybe it could come back as like a free-to-play game yeah and i feel like it it would do well there like you know do some loot box cosmetic stuff to make your money back but like mm -hmm. brink 2 i think could you know it could work what system was it on i think it was on P uh, ps3 and xbox 360 at the okay. time so huh. um and what's it called PC again? Is a lot, like, Brink? Brink. I don't know. There was like some kind of story going on with, with it, but I could not comprehend it at that time. <laughs> I was just more into for the shooting and parkouring around and stuff. 
Well, and what if they made it where it wasn't a multiplayer? What if it was just a story campaign that you went through? I'd also be fine with That'd that. That'd be fun. I think it had a campaign. Maybe it didn't. Maybe that's why it failed. Because nobody wanted to buy a game back then that didn't have a campaign. And now everyone does it, so it's weird. I don't know, man. It's too bad. Yeah. it sounds pretty cool. So. It, was, it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Well, and I like that they actually went ahead and filled it with bots so that people could keep playing it rather than just, you know, let it be empty with no one playing. So Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit torn on my answer um, because, like, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was such a good game. And I'm like, it would be cool if they, like, made another one. But I'm like, or would it? Because, you know, they did such a perfect job with the first one. I'm like... What if they try to do something new and it's just not as good? It's like, maybe they just need to leave well enough alone. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm torn about that one. Um, but then one that I, a series that I would like to continue is Dead Space. Um, oh, good one. Yeah. Because that was a lot of fun. It was scary, tense gameplay. Um, and I think, you know, there's still a market for a nice horror shooter. So oh, if yeah. they uh, decided to make some more in that series it'd be good um i think we're gonna talk about dead space a little later when we talk about some free games so that's convenient uh, <laughs> i think my runner-up for this was gonna be evolve just because like oh. that game looked cool on paper i just was not paying 60 dollars for it and yeah. then i think the pc version went free to play but the console version never did and yeah. like i think if that went free to play like i would play the hell out of it like it seems like it'd be a lot of fun but because yeah. it's like a like a Friday the Thirteenth, but you're like a monster that evolves. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Well, thank you, Mike, for that wonderful question. We appreciate it. We appreciate your patience in us getting to it. Um, Please stop emailing us. Yeah, like just, just chill, the dude. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> um, but also, so this week, Cody proposed a question to our Discord group. And we thought it was pretty fun. We got some really good responses, um, but we decided we don't want to just like keep it um, in a silo. So we want to open it up and let anyone who's listening chime in as well. Um, I'm not going to look it up. Cody, so your question was basically like, what games do you like to watch streamed that you don't really like to play? Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with us and give us your answers, we'll be going through some of those responses on next week's show. And you can email us at contact at geekheartgames.com or just message us on Twitter or Facebook at geekheartgames. So, all right. Now let's get into talking about some of the games we've been playing. We've been playing a good chunk of games this week. So um, I'm, I'm going to start off. I mentioned you know, Dead Space, one of the free games we're going to talk about later. Um, another free game that we got from Xbox Games with Gold, like just last month, I think, is called Assault Android Cactus. And it was a twin stick shooter. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I want to check it out. And then I never checked it out. Um, but uh, I did yesterday. And this game is really fun. I like it. Uh, so my one problem with it is like in a typical twin stick shooter in my mind um you just use the left stick to aim well to move around and then the right stick is like kind of your shooting and your aiming i feel like um 
but this one like you have to hold down the trigger when you want to shoot so like you aim with the joystick but then you still have to push a separate button to shoot and i wish it was like resogun where i didn't have to pull a trigger to shoot i could just use the joystick um but the reason that they do that is you can play as different characters in this game and they have different weapons so you've got like just like a regular assault gun uh my favorite is this android named holly and she has like um heat seeking missiles so like you don't have to have the best aim they just kind of go and take care of business for you um and then there's one that has a shotgun which is really powerful it's almost like a one-shot kill for most things but i mean you have to pull the trigger each time and i feel like that's the weapon that like ruined it for everyone like everyone else he's just fully automatic but (laughs) this one you have to like squeeze the trigger multiple times so um But also it seems a little different from other stuff I've played because it looks like it's got a bit of a story to it. Um, So apparently these characters are androids, which I didn't realize. I thought they were just people with like mech suit bodies, but no, they're actual androids. Um, And the one that you start with is her name is Cactus. And actually all of the ones that you start with so far have been women, which I don't know if all of the androids are women in this world, but they're pretty awesome. Um, So you play just the tutorial as Cactus, and then it opens up and you have four different androids you can pick to choose from. uh, And they've each got their own guns, and then they've got like a secondary gun ability they can use. Uh, So she's she's like a space cop. And there's a problem on this freighter, and so she's got to go clear it out to do her space duty, you know. Um, so that's like the story. So you get little cutscenes sometimes with uh, with her progressing along. Um, and it's just like an easy, fun shooter. I had, a, I had a good time with it. Because you're an android, you don't really have a life meter the way you might in another game. You've got a power bar and then a battery. And if your power bar depletes, you kind of just like sit still in place for a minute and you have to like tap the trigger really fast to like get your power back up and then you can get up and keep going. Um, But if your battery dies all the way, then like you die and you have to restart the level. So when you're killing certain enemies, you'll get extra batteries to recharge. So, Um, and then you get different power ups, like you can go fast or you get these other little Android droid buddies with you to help you shoot. Um, or like a machine gun, like rapid fire thing. So I don't know. It's, it's a lot of fun. I played through the first like world, I guess. And then you like teleport to the next one. I think they're called zones. Uh, and the boss fight was, it took me a few times. Like, so I was trying to use my, my, uh, heat seeking missiles on it. And that wasn't, that wasn't the right choice. I needed to use someone with a stronger gun and just like get right up in there and take care of it. So it took me a while to get through that one, but uh, it's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. So I think uh, it's a, a really good value for one of your, your free games with gold. So if you got it, you should check it out if you like that kind of thing. But, and that's Assault Android Cactus. So yeah. All right, Cody, what do you got for me? Uh, so... Early on in the podcast, we talked about Terra, the beta that they had uh, going on, and we never really kind of touched on it after that. Uh, so recently, I dived back in because they released a new class called the Gunner. So in Terra, your character starts on an island, and the island is where these researchers take these children with gifted abilities, 
and then some stuff happens and your character is set on to prove themselves as like a champion of the people uh but obviously people don't like believe in you so like you're kind of that's kind of the story that's going on in Terra. it's really just about this seems real fishy they're are they like kidnapping children with special abilities and forcing them to do things no like there's a tree on the island and like the kid the kids can communicate with the tree and like the tree is like almost like a knowledge center okay so it's all and like then willing there's this evil race called the argonians who show up mm-hmm. i think it's the argonian um and some bad stuff happens there okay uh, so i've been playing through it um the gunner class came out recently and I had a hard time when I first started playing Terra finding a class I liked because like I just felt like I wasn't doing enough damage and like I was taking a lot of damage. Uh, but the Gunner is definitely the class that it came out with launch. I would have played because first off, you just have a gigantic gun that you're shooting and it feels amazing and like you can kind of move while you're shooting, which is nice because when you're playing the Archer class, you have to stand still to shoot the bow, obviously. Um, and there's no Why like, is that mobile. obviously? I mean, I know lots I mean, of archers in movies that, like, jump around while they're shooting well, their arrows. okay, good point. I don't know. For this one, you just stand still. But for the gunner, <laughs> you can move around. Um, okay. And, like, the gunner's, like, kind of specialty is dealing, like, high amounts of burst damage. So, like, these gigantic numbers are flying up on screen, which I have found that I really enjoy, that I want to do shit tons of damage to things. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I got my gunner to level 44. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, like... They give you a lot of XP for like doing bonus objectives. Like if you're in an area, uh, there'll be like a bonus objective. Like, hey, go kill ten of these enemies. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of get like it gives you an incentive to run around and actually like explore the world a little bit more. Yeah. So you can find the enemies. Um, and then I started jumping into some of the dungeons, and the dungeons give you so much XP. Like I've leveled up three times in one dungeon before. Um, I think some like good things about Terra is it feels very rewarding for what you're doing uh the dungeons are super fun like it is you're fighting gigantic like crazy looking monsters um and i think it's really like friendly like in war warcraft going into like a dungeon or a raid for the first time can be very scary because like you don't know the mechanics uh in Terra, the mechanics are very telegraphed like if a monster is going to charge you, there's a gigantic red thing on the ground showing you, <laughs> hey, you don't need to be in this. Yeah. Uh, so it's very nice. easy, and, like, all the characters have multiple, like, movement abilities. Like, the gunner can roll, and that reloads her gun, so she can redo one of her abilities called a scatter shot. Um, and then I have, like, a I can shoot the ground and, like, propel myself, like a rocket Ooh, jump nice. out of the way. Yeah, so, like, I have those, and, like, I know other classes have other abilities. Um, I just got an ability to summon a little robot helper named hb3 and like if i shoot a certain ability it'll target the enemy and just start hucking grenades and it does so much damage it's like four thousand uh times five uh and then i think there's a way to make it do times 10 damage oh, wow. so like lots of damage through that <laughs> um, so i've been having fun going through the dungeons just because like it's really cool because like as the gunner i'm just doing like high burst damage and like the monster's health is just fucking falling yeah um and at level 40, if you get a character level 40, you unlock the ability to have a class called the Reaper. Um, and that uses, like, twin size and, like, does a bunch of, like... It's like a combo class where, like, you do one ability, which changes to another ability. Uh, so I've been messing with that. I like it. I'm not sure if it's for me yet. Um, 
Terra is introducing like they released a roadmap this past week, uh, and the next class they're introducing is called a ninja. And that kind of seems more my speed because it's like a you run around yeah. and you're doing like high burst damage, which as I found out, burst damage is all I really want to do. <laughs> um, I think there are some problems with Terra. Uh, so I was I walked into the zone and there's people dancing. And I was like, oh, well, I want to dance with people. So I got at the emote wheel up and I started dancing and I'm like just in there and I'm like. Something's weird about my character. Uh, so one thing in Terra is that certain classes are locked behind genders, which is that's cool, whatever. And there's also some race one. Like the Reaper can only be a like a fairy sprite-looking girl named I think it's the Elendry. Uh, and so like it's very like hypersexualized, um, as I found out because as my character started to dance, uh, there was a tremendous amount of boob jiggle. Some dude spent like 40 hours fucking just making sure that boob jiggle was perfect, apparently. Um, and like Ugh. the female characters wear like very scantily clad armor. Like, uh, there's a class called a brawler, and if you're like hovering over it, like this chick is just wearing a thong, but has gigantic like fist weapons, <laughs> but just thong. Uh, the Ooh. Reaper class, like the Galindry character, like. Has like, like uh, almost like Widowmaker back, where like it's just very curved and like yeah. the butt is like way out here. Oh yeah. Um, all the men are fine though. Uh, I know <laughs> this is like a this is a, a MMO that was released in the East and mm. has been like releasing in the West and like game consoles this year. Uh, but like, oh boy, like can tone that down just a little bit it's a little weird sometimes yeah, uh, sometimes that's just too much you go in expecting like a just nice friendly fun video game and then you're yeah. like oh okay here's some sex stuff so yeah like uh the loading screen for like when you because you select a server uh and you create characters on that server which they're doing a big server merge so like everybody's gonna be on one server now mm -hmm. either pvp or pve um so that's really handy because that means like more people out in the world and stuff like you don't got to worry about like if you wanted to play the game with me like you would have to be like well what server are you on oh crap i made a character i'm on the wrong server like level 10 already fuck now nah, it's yeah, all on the server yeah um and like so like your characters are walking towards you in like kind of like a badass fashion <laughs> and like legitimately i wasn't paying attention i looked up and like my character was walking towards me and it was just bouncing around and i was like what is going on like not cool this is ridiculous um but like for its faults like i i'm having a ton of fun with the game like the dungeons are really cool uh i'm excited to get to the max level just to like see what that's about uh, i've seen like there are raids and stuff there's actually like a event going on uh currently this weekend when we're recording this uh that i kind of want to get in there because i think you can get like a flaming dog what so that seems cool yeah like it looks really cool so i want to try and get in and do that how big is the uh, dog it's like a I, I got a there's a starter pack a free pack in the playstation store and mm -hmm. it gave me a little like toad that like will run around and pick up items for me so i never have to worry about picking up items it's the best that's awesome not like i think that like the little like companion creatures are like about medium size like they're a little yeah. bit smaller than like the robot that uh accompanies me around but yeah. uh they released some cool stuff like the roadmap they showed like the ninja is coming in august uh they're doing some reworks for certain characters because like certain characters don't do a lot of damage like there's a warrior class that dual wields two swords and like it has a hard time like 
keeping up on the damage numbers apparently yeah. um they're gonna have a halloween event uh christmas event they're introducing like a 15 versus 15 like huge pvp battleground so that seems kind of cool i haven't messed with the pvp in this game i don't that'd be interesting don't generally like pvp and mmos but i would like to try yeah. just to see um especially because the gunner is so focused on like bursting people down so i wonder how good yeah. i'd be at that uh and then in january they're releasing the valkyrie class which looks really cool like it's another big uh dps character so Can you that's fly? pretty awesome there are flying mounts, and I would imagine the Valkyrie could fly. Like she better be able kinda... to fly. I'd be pissed if she yeah, could not. Yeah. She at least um, needs a flying horse. So. I will say, small thing that I actually like about this game is you don't have to buy a mount. In other MMOs, I've known you have to buy mounts. Mm -hmm. In this one, you get a free horse. That's that nice. horse is very useful to get around. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm having a fun, ton of fun with Terra. Uh, there are guilds in the game, so like. If there's enough excitement behind this, uh, like we could make a Geek Heart Games Guild, maybe. Yeah. Um, but currently, I, I see it as I'm still the only one playing it uh, with everything coming out. Um, yeah, I know I yeah, played like... either the beta or when it first came out, and for some reason, I didn't care for it. Like, I don't really remember why, but I wasn't into it. I, I remember correctly, it's just like you didn't enjoy the combat, and like, I will say, like, until I played the gunner, oh. the combat was not for me because I was trying out other classes and like it's really just like I'm not having like fun with it. Um, yeah, I think now that you say that, I think there was like way more delay than I expected from when I pushed a button from when my to when my character yeah. did the action. Like it just seemed like yeah. really long. And then also, I think I picked a bad voice for my character and it was pissing me off just listening to it make its little noises. I think yeah. so. I get moody about that. noises so. I don't know. All right, but if anyone yeah, is playing Terra, reach out to Cody. He needs some buddies to play yeah, with. It's kind of fun. So, yeah, definitely, if you're playing, let me know. We can yeah. get together, do some dungeons and stuff. Cool. All right. Uh, one of the other games I've been playing this week, it's called Chroma Gun, and I got this on Switch. There is a demo on Switch right now, so you can test it out for free, which is fantastic. And then it's normally $20, and for some reason it was on sale when I was looking at it. So I got it for $10, which you know I like my deals. Nice. So yeah. um, this was described kind of like a portal-style puzzles. Um, but like when I said that in Discord, Melissa immediately was like, well, does it have like a fun Gladys figure? Does it have all this? I'm like, no, it doesn't have that. Okay, it's not Portal. It's not going to be as cool as Portal. Nothing is. Uh, but this gun, this one's fun on its own. So your Chroma gun, you get this just gun where you can, it's like a paintball gun kind of. You can shoot colors. So you can shoot uh, yellow, red, or blue. And then you can switch your colors, and so you can make uh, green, orange, and purple as well if you need to. And you're in, you know, like a testing lab, like you are in Portal, and you're just having to navigate through these rooms, and you'll generally have a, a spot on the floor where you'd have to stand on it to open the door. Um, but obviously the door will close if you get off of it, so there are these worker droids that are in the room and you have to like get them to stand on the little platform for you to open the door and so the way you do that is like everything's white in the room and you can paint certain wall panels and if you paint a color and then if you paint the droid that color it'll get sucked to that color on the wall 
So hmm. it's a pretty simple concept, um, and it starts out pretty simple. But then you start getting into things where, like, the main exit will have, like, three different uh, platforms. I don't know what to call these little, they're little circles on the floor. Your exit locks, I guess. So you have to, like, go unlock these locks, but you'll have, like, other doors in the room where you have to go release some of these droids and pull them out and get them navigated to get over here. Um, and some of them are kind of like dead droids, and so they just like go around and do their thing. Some of them are active droids, and the active droids want to kill you, so they've got spikes on them, and as soon as they get turned on, they will start chasing you. And the only way to get them to stop chasing you is if they have a color that they match on the wall that they can get sucked over towards. Um, so like sometimes you'll have to do a puzzle and like maybe you'll start and have this droid turn yellow to go open this door but then you'll have to like you've got another yellow over here where you need it to go so you'll have to turn the wall like an orange so then it's not stuck to the yellow wall anymore and then it'll go over and go um sometimes you there if you put all the colors together like you'll paint something black and when it's black it won't attach to anything anymore so like I went to this one room and there were six of the black attack droids and apparently what you had to do was you had to go shoot all of them to activate them so that they start chasing you. And then once they were all activated chasing you, these other doors would open and so you'd go into the other room where I had to find this yellow uh, drone and then get it to follow me back into the other room to go unlock the door. All the while I had to avoid these black drones because there's no way to like attach a black drone to the wall. Um, so it's pretty fun. It does have, like, it's trying to have a little bit of the portal humor, because, like, you've got a guy on the speaker, like, telling you what to do for the mm -hmm. different stuff. And, like, he's like, oh, here are these vents. Why don't you just go walk over those vents? It'll be fine, really. And it's like, no, it's not fine. You go walk on the vents and you die. So he's messing oh, with you. Yeah. And so, like, you have to, like, send the droids over it to, like, clear sections of the vents so you can get across. Um... So I haven't gotten too far into it, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. And so far, the puzzles haven't been too hard. Like, you know, I get frustrated pretty easily yeah. uh, with hard puzzles. Um, and I mean, there have been some where like I've had to restart them multiple times because like I keep screwing them up. Uh, like if you if you accidentally like turn a wall the wrong color, like I need this wall to stay either like yellow or orange, but I've accidentally turned it purple. There's like, there's no way to clear this room. You're just going to have to restart it. So, um, but it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it if you're, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Uh, like I said, it might still only be $10, but regardless, there's the free demo on Switch. And always try the free demo, because I mean, why not? It's free. Uh, so it's called Chroma Gun. Uh, I don't know if it's on other platforms, but it's a good time. Check it out. I recommend it. Cody, do you want to talk about the other big event that's been occupying quite a bit of our time lately. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, a it's, lot. Uh, it's been a process. Um, first off, though, I think we should say uh, we did play some Mario Kart this past mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, we had like community hangout. So uh, thank you to Megs, Eric, and Melissa who came out and played with us. It was a lot of fun. I mean, 
for the most part. I mean, that four versus one bullshit y'all pulled off was a little annoying, but just for the record, neither here neither there. record, Cody's really good at Mario Kart, and so he was like just coming in first the whole time. So we decided to team up against him, and it took all four of us on a team against him in order for him <laughs> to not win. And it was Max still got really first close. Once, thank you. Like I wasn't like just and... sweeping the floor. Like yeah. I was sweeping the floor and missing it like a tiny spot. But anyways. It was, it was pretty clean sweep. But anyway, doesn't matter. We had fun. Thanks for playing with us. So, Uh-oh, I need to mute my phone. I'm so sorry. Um, but the other big event we've been playing is Destiny released the... Uh, okay, hold Solstice. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just need to... Because my phone is so screwed up. Uh, so I just now got a text from Cody that says, running to the restroom, then I'll be ready. Obviously, that was way before we started recording this Good podcast. Lord. And it just now showed up on my phone. So All right, then. this uh, one sucks. So Destiny 2 has the Solstice of Heroes event going on now, which is uh, kind of the reintroduction of Moments of Triumph from Destiny 1. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff you can do to earn triumph points and then that unlocks stuff in game and out of game you can get a t-shirt you heard a certain point uh, um, big thing... to clarify you can get permission to purchase uh, a t-shirt yeah. you're not getting a free shirt just from earning these points you still have to shell out your money yeah. so. um and then there is an armor set that you can do objectives for and that if you upgrade all the way you can get it to 405 or 400 well 405 with 405 with mods obviously because oh. they had five so um yeah it uh the armor itself has a lot of challenges to it so uh yeah first off there are five redux missions that they're calling them uh they redid a bunch of the story missions and i think some of them are pretty cool some of them are a little annoying uh but so on the armor they give you uh there are different challenges you do such as like kill people in pvp collect these elemental orbs that'll spawn if you're wearing the armor set uh, do the story missions. Uh, each armor set, I believe, has that as the first mm -hmm. one. Um, there's get super kills. There's in PvP. Uh, there's do heroic uh, public events, stuff like that on the first set. So I got on the first day, I got it to the second set, and I've started working on the second set. But I'm taking it really slow. Because Cody is a maniac. Like, this is super hard, and he just, like, powered through all of it on the first night, which just, like, blows my mind, because it was so hard. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, so, like, overall, I'm having a lot of fun, because, like, obviously, like, playing Destiny is a lot of fun. I think the shooting's amazing Destiny. Uh, I think the Redux missions are cool. I think my favorite one is called Spark. Um, at the end, there is a servitor boss who becomes, like, one of those Russian egg dolls, and you kill one... And, and thousands of mini servitors show up and it's super funny the first time it happens to your friend who doesn't know what's going to happen and she starts screaming it is not funny that mission is horrible and i hated it so much oh my god that's the worst mission ever so um i think i think my issue was like this is a month-long event and so day one i was like i gotta get this done and i was like wait a minute a freaking month i don't gotta get this all done right away like i guess not got like salt things here and there um i'm also not like stressing it because like it would be cool to get the armor like it's a really nice looking armor but also like in forsaken the level caps going up to 600 so like within like two missions we're gonna be at 400 so it's not yeah. like getting the 400 is important 
I will say one thing, well, one thing that's really cool about this armor, instead of being able to use shaders on it, you get something called glow sometimes from tests because when you level up now, you get your regular bright Ingram and then you get a solstice Ingram. And so sometimes those will have glow in it. And a glow is tied to one specific uh, piece of armor and like it literally makes it glow a certain color. So like yeah. if you are in a dark tunnel, like your outfit will be glowing in certain parts and it looks so badass. I really like the glows. Um yeah. yeah, Cody, okay. Let's just let's just get into all of my issues that I have with this event, okay? So I'm excited about it. I load in the tower has all this confetti and like uplifting music playing, and I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. I love it. Um, and then there's this statue in the middle of the tower that you have to go talk to to get your stuff started. Um, so I go in it, it takes me in a ship, I'm flying somewhere, and then all of a sudden I guess I'm like back in time or in an alternate reality where I'm at the different part of the tower. Um, and then I start walking and Ikora's voice starts talking to me and it's like got this echo like it's coming from a distance like through time or whatever and like as soon as I heard that I got choked up I was just like oh my god because she's talking about the day that Gaul attacked and when they lost everything and it's just like gets me so emotional so I loved that Destiny always does really good about tugging on my emotions and like telling a good story that gets you invested in it so that was cool um, I started the homecoming mission, which is the first one that you have to play in order to get the armor. And I was having a, a hard time with it. It was, these missions are a lot harder than the first time around you played them. Um, I really don't recommend playing by yourself unless you're like a really good Destiny player, because I am not. And I was having a real hard time. Cody heard me having a real hard time. He eventually showed up at the end to try to help me because he felt so bad for me. Um, but yeah, so you get through that and you get your armor and then you have to do the, these five story missions because each piece of armor is tied to one mission. So you have to redo the homecoming mission that you just did. And I got really mad about that. Um, so there was that. I decided not to do it right away because I was just too mad. So I went to go do that spark mission and it starts out with a big walker just attacking you and it has so much health and I died like five times in two minutes, I think. And so I just quit because I was so angry. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, later, so like I've played different stuff with Megs, Alejandro and Jessica. Um, and it goes a lot better when you have a buddy playing with you. So we've gotten through uh -huh. um, quite a bit of stuff on it. I did, me and Jessica have had some problems because we're playing on PC and we don't know if there's just like some weird glitch in the system, but like at first we were on the tower and we wanted to talk to the statue for the first time and it wouldn't let us, like it didn't give us the prompt. We had to leave our fire team, separate, reload back into the tower before we could get it. And then once we got to the new tower, it let us uh, join up together again, which was just really weird. Um, and then in between doing the story missions, like every time we'd go to the tower, like every other time it seemed like, uh, the fourth story mission would not be available because you can do the story missions in any order. And so you just walk up mm -hmm. to them and it has the prompt to do it. So the one, the, the prompt for the fourth one would just keep not being there. And then we'd come back from another mission, it would be there, come back from the next mission, it wouldn't be there again. So that was really weird. And then I got really mad again, Cody, because I 
We keep leveling up on the PC, and we're only getting bright Ingrams. We are not getting our Solstice Ingrams. And, like, I've been telling Jessica how cool these glow were going to be. And, like, we just, we're not getting them. And I don't know why. And I'm really mad about it. She and I did finish all of the story missions. And I finished all of the tasks on my leg armor. And so I was really excited. I'm like, ooh, I can go level these up. But is it, are you not allowed to level them up one item at a time? Do you have to have the no, whole yeah, set? No, you gotta do this whole set. Ah, oh, jeez. So this is gonna take a while. Um... Yeah, oh, there's some some annoying tasks you need to do. Uh, I did all the story missions by myself, and uh, yeah, yeah, just brag about it. You're <laughs> such a good Destiny player, I know. I mean, first off, if you have a weapon called the Polaris Lance, which is a uh, exotic scout rifle that you can get from Anna Bray if you do this challenge every week, which is really easy to do. Just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> to it be fair, I don't do wall. any challenges. I need to do a better job. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so it makes everything like super easy. Uh, up until the golf fight, because the golf fight is just him like chasing you and beating you down with supers nonstop. And you would think like, oh, in the first golf fight, they had those vents. They give me my super back, right? Yeah, not, not today, but boy. Um, so like I would like I died like five times to him just because I was like, oh, I'll just you know yeah. do my melting point knee strike and then shotgun him down because I had the Iclo shotgun where if you do a melee you get increased damage for a couple seconds so I was like I'll just burn him down that way uh, so I tried that did maybe a third and was like yeah. fuck yeah. so I found a spot where I could just hide and like dink his uh, shoulder blade and so like, I was doing a hundred damage at a time and I was like alright I got my super so I'll go super him then come back in this corner and just dink him some more so <laughs> Well, yeah, um, I kept I kept going under to the safety tunnels where you can go underneath, and I was like, I'll go down here to hide. And then one day I went down there, and there was an enemy like crossing through down there. I'm like, get out of my safety tunnels! Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, they, so, uh, that was the toughest one for me. Um, it was all right. Well, and turns out Jessica's really good at Destiny, so she was like helping us get through the story missions pretty fast. And then, like when I was playing with Megs, we found this one part where we were having a really hard time. And, like, I could see this open doorway behind all these things we had to defeat. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just, like, just test this. I'm just going to, like, run by and try to get out and see if we can just skip this. And, like, you could. Like, you didn't have to do the battle. You could just, like, avoid the fire, get past it, and run through. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm sure there are, like, a ton of spots on these missions where you could do that. Like, I'm thinking back on it now. Yeah. That spark mission where I had so much trouble with the walker, I bet if you just, like, ran really fast and avoided it, you could get through and keep going without... Because, I mean, it's just that spot under all of that debris where you duck down yeah, and go I'm through. Yeah, I'm not sure if the gate behind has a uh, shield blocking it until you defeat the walker. I don't know. I can't tell oh, yeah. you. Could have been a while. I might I try it all. just to find out. So, because I got the blue armor, so I got to redo all the story missions again. Whoa, so whoa, whoa! Okay, so I was gonna ask what you have to do after you get the first level. You have to redo all the stories again. Yeah, you got to do all the story missions again. Let me um, hold on. Let me ask: Are they even harder this time? Do they add? Well, no, they should be easier because you're going okay. up in light level. Well, you're okay. at three, four. It's all the blue armor is three forty, so okay. the green armor is at two seventy. So you're going up a. The green armor is two hundred. Is it 200? It Shit, starts at 200. Then. Yeah. yeah, so the blue armor is 340, so it should okay. be a lot easier. Um, okay. Uh, 
we should then, not like be too get too shot at i hope um so then do you have to do like the same kind of things like collect orbs get more super kills and crucible the elemental like, orbs no uh okay. there's like get kills with a solar secondary get kills with oh. an arc heavy um that sounds fine get void melee kills okay there's get there's a thing for defeating enemies win five crucible matches do 10 adventures this sounds real easy yeah second part got a little easier um i don't know the stuff wait 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 do you have to do like raids on the second part no the only thing i know about doing a raid for is to masterwork the legendary armor set okay 400 armor set okay. you want to masterwork it and get the uh, master report uh because there's a triumph there's a 50 point yeah. triumph mm-hmm. bounty for masterworking an armor set uh that one has a uh, do the leviathan raid on prestige and i've never done that yeah but i do need that for the platinum so maybe i'll bite the bullet and try to find a group yeah like i don't I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. Like, I don't think I'm good enough to like do that and deal with it. Like the pressure of it. Like, I'll want to quit halfway through again, probably. I uh, like. Uh, there is a you can get a ship if you get the legendary armor on all three characters. Like, Warlock, I'm not gonna Hunter, do that. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. This I'm, is so much work. The ship's not even that cool looking. Like, good, <laughs> good for you people who who are doing it. But like, I'm I'm good. I think I'm gonna hard pass on uh that ship. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a cool thing to do, and like uh, I do want to get the t-shirt just because like I never I joined Destiny One very late, and like I never have to do any of that cool stuff they got to do. So I just want to do it to say I did it. Yeah. So, yeah. I will say that first night when we were playing it, I believe I said like I finally understand why so many people are pissed off at Destiny and the way they do things because I was pissed about all this <laughs> stuff we had to do. But I'm a little, I'm a little more okay with it now. Like I've been going, I've been doing a lot of different stuff. And like you said, we do have a month to do it. Um, it's fine. I think I was just, I was cranky that day. I, my thumbs hurt, and so I was just like mad anyway about stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's it's not it's not horrible. It's fun. There's some fun yeah. rewards. I'm really uh, happy that you're saying that the next set of tasks for the armor won't be as bad. Cause like, man, I could do that stuff easily. I'm looking forward to it. So, so yeah, that's Destiny Two, occupying a major time suck in our lives. So. Yeah. All right, Cody. I think we have one more game to talk about before we move on. Yeah. So uh, we're about to talk about some uh, PS Plus games for August, uh, and so one of the games is Dead by Daylight, and. I have been watching a lot of people play Dead by Daylight lately, and I was like, oh, they've like added a bunch of stuff to the game, a bunch of killers. Like, uh, there's a uh, the pighead woman from Saul movies is oh. now a killer, um, and she puts a reverse bear trap on your head. Uh, so that's like really cool. Um, I mean, not really cool, but like it's just a cool mechanic. Um, does, does she put it on, and then there's like a waiting period before it goes off, or does she do it like immediately? If... That's how you die. You can put it on the character, and then if you put them on a hook and someone takes them off a hook, mm-hmm. a timer starts. Oh. Also, it starts if you're chasing them. Uh-huh. So if you're chasing them for a long enough time, it eventually will go off and insta okay. kill them. Um, <laughs> they have Leatherface, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. uh, Freddy Krueger, like all these kind of like iconic horror uh, 
uh, Killers, and I was like, you know, this is why, why am I not playing this game? So I downloaded it because we had bought it uh, when mm -hmm. I was on sale a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and I've had a lot of fun with it. I think they reworked the game a lot since we last played because um, I remember you started off with no perks on Killers or Survivors, mm -hmm. and now every character has a like generic three yeah. perks like exclusive to those characters so like uh there's a good one for a character named Claudelle I think her name is mm -hmm. uh she can heal herself uh at any time like you don't need a med kit item so to like self care you need to learn how to do that yeah uh, I was playing as well, her apparently... and I didn't know how to do that and I could have used some healing so <laughs> yeah uh, and maybe like I missed something when we last played but I don't remember having these perks that they were giving me so I don't think so um and so, in Dead by Daylight, there's a thing called the Blood Web, which, like, you get blood points for playing games, uh, and you spend the blood points of the Blood Web, and you can, apparently, when you get high enough on the Blood Web, you can learn Teachable perks, where you can give that perk to other characters. So, like, the self-care one, you can get it Teachable and give it to all your characters. So now all your characters can self-heal. Oh, that's really cool. Really cool. And the same thing for killers. Like, uh, I bought Leatherface. Uh, it was $5. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I want a character. It's a good investment. Like. Yeah. Um, he has a perk called Barbecue and Chili, where when he hooks somebody, uh, if someone is like, I think it's like 30 meters like away, uh, it'll show them where they are on them. It'll highlight them for okay. a second. So you know where someone is. So you can go in that direction. Um, and that's also a teachable one you can learn. So it's kind of disturbing that the killers can teach other killers tricks. Yeah. Um, and so like I've been watching these people play, and like they've been like, oh, these are, like the perks you should go for and stuff. And like barbecue and chili is always one of the top ones, and then self care is always one of the top ones. So like, yeah. you always wonder for those. Um, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like uh, every game I've played as Leatherface, I've gotten four out of four killed. Like I'm, I, I guess I'm just really good at playing you're, mass you're a good murderers. Murderer. Yeah, um, that's that's your uh, survivors. I'm, I think I'm pretty decent at being a survivor. Like I usually can get it a couple of generators done. Uh, I'm pretty good at like out like maneuvering the killers. Uh, I've like been watching a lot of tips on that. I don't know. I feel like this game is like kind of filling a void because in Friday Thirteen. I definitely play that game more as like a solo player. Like if I can help somebody, like if mm -hmm. we can work on the car together, sure. But in Dead by Daylight, it's definitely like, hey, like you, like you could try and play solo mm -hmm. by yourself and not help people. But like it's to, to everyone's benefit if we work together. Like I should be getting people off the hooks because they can get generator mm -hmm. done. And although um, it's really tricky though, because I always feel like when the killer puts me on the hook. Like, I'm, I'm bait. I'm just hanging here. He's, like, hiding somewhere, waiting for people to come so that he can grab more people when they come to get me. Um, so it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, So it's tough sometimes. There are killers who, like... There are people who play killer who will just, like, sit in front and, like, wait for you to trip and try to take him down. Yeah. Um, but, like... I don't know. I like the kind of team aspect of playing the survivor. I like, uh... Like, Leatherface is a really fun killer to play as. Uh... He has a chainsaw, obviously. Um, and 
So like is you can... he really loud when he's going around chasing people? Because most of them are pretty quiet. Like you can't hear them coming. So like that's how they sneak up on you. If he has a chainsaw rubbing, yes. But like no, like most of the killers are pretty silent. I yeah. feel. Um, I will say I think like the character I like playing against the least as a survivor is Michael Myers because he can like he's super quiet and then also he can stalk you and when he gets to like it's called the like i think the evil within or something um if he gets to evil within three he can one hit you like even if you're like not injured because he's been stalking you oh, and so that's really like annoying because like sometimes i just won't notice that he's like near me and like i'll be like working on a generator mm-hmm. and then the music will start and like i turn and he just hits me once and i'm on the ground and i'm like all right whatever um, yeah, I was playing the one where the killer can go invisible and like you can okay, kind yeah. of see like a shimmer where they are. So like I saw this shimmer, I'm like, crap. So I took off running and like he just kept chasing me down and like I'd see the shimmer and like I just couldn't get away from him. It was it was yeah. rough. Um, also, like I had forgotten that the repair on the generators for this one, like gets you so worked up like i'm like more nervous about dealing with the generators than i am the killer that happens when you're gonna do a repair a skill check it's like don't i'm like oh shit like yeah it's just like because they the skill check can pop up at any time like there's no rhyme or reason to it it can be like a really long time before it comes up and like i always just panic when i see it and uh yeah I, i miss them a lot but i was getting better at it um, but they can be tough. They just like really stress me out because I'm like, I don't want to screw this up because like then it makes a loud noise and like the killer can hear you. So then it's like, do you run away? Do you try to keep going? It's tough, man. Yeah, when I first started playing, before I switched over to the character who gets the self care, um, I was playing as a character named Feng Min, and she has a perk that there's a 30% chance if you fail a skill check it won't do anything like it won't explode and i was like that's really useful that's useful um yeah leatherface has been a lot of fun to play as uh i kind of i think the next one if i spend money i'll get is the huntress because she gets throwing axes and that kind of feels more like jason from friday the 13th um because of the throwing knives and stuff yeah but leatherface is a lot of fun because like you can charge with the chainsaw and like uh so i put someone on a hook and then I turned, like, as I was walking away, I just turned to look back at him real quick. And someone was running up to, like, get him mm-hmm. off it. So I ch- charged the chainsaw. And when you charge the chainsaw with Leatherface, you just, like, start swiping. Mm-hmm. And if you hit anybody, they instantly go down. So I was just swiping and instantly knocked two of them down. So That's and nice. I just put the one dude right back on the hook. And so, like, survivors can only go on a hook three times before they're insta-dead. Yeah. So that was the second time. He was already, like, getting close. I think my favorite part of being a survivor is if you are the last one left and like it's that like race to find the hatch because yeah. that's the other way you can escape. And I found it one time and I jumped down like right as the killer was like about to hit me and I was like, <laughs> ah! Is the um, hatch always spawn in the same place for that map or does it is it random locations every time? I think it's random locations because like I've been good. watching people play yeah. and they always have to like go searching for it. Okay. Um, but yeah. That's cool. I think the most recent one they added was a killer clown uh, who can throw like these like bottles of like some kind of toxin and like it's like he can just cover like a huge area with these bottles and like you can't run there so like it adds like a real like creepy factor to it. Um, 
a lot more jump scares in that game. Like I think Friday the 13th I've got like a jump scare like twice, but in this game I'm always freaking out. Well, and also the maps on this one are a lot smaller than the Friday the 13th yeah. maps. So there's not a whole lot of places to go. So you could be running into the killer at any time always. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're going to try to do a community night based around it cuz you only need 5 people, so we don't got to yeah. We can fill a group. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I get to murder people as Leatherface. Um, but Sam, what other uh, what other PS Plus games are we getting for August? Oh boy, I'm so glad you asked. I wish I'd had it up on my phone, ready to go. But I, I know the other ask. like big title is Mafia Three. Yeah. The, uh, I guess it's like an RPG, right? Yes. I... Yes, I never know what like the GTA Mafia games are like considered like under. Open I, world? Let's go with RPG. Like... Open world RPG, yeah. Um, it's set in the '60s, yeah. uh, and you play as a uh, African American soldier who just came back from the war, uh, and it's in New Orleans. Um, oh. So you will have to deal with. Uh, it's the '60s. There are people speaking like how they did in the '60s, so be warned about that. Um, I've heard the biggest complaint about that game is the there's not really a lot of fast traveling, so you have to get in the yeah. car and drive around a lot, and that's a, like a major complaint for some people. So if you can get past that, apparently the game's like got a really good story. Um, so there's that. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I might try this one, like, because there was a game called The Godfather based on like the Godfather movie, so it was like yeah. that type of setting, but it was the same thing, like kind of like a Grand Theft Auto, and it was really fun. I loved it. Uh, but then like other games that I've played that have been in that style, I haven't really liked. So, but this one might be more like that. So, I don't know. We'll give yeah. it a go and see. Um, so also on your PS Plus free games, there's something called Bound by Flame. I don't know what that is. I think I looked at it yeah. and then forgot what it was. So obviously it made a big impression. But there's something called Serious Sam 3 BFE. Don't know what that is, but it's got my name in the title. So I feel like I'm definitely going to need to play that one. I think it is a PS3 game, though. So I'll have to like, but you know, whatever. I can still do that. That'd be fine. Um, and then most months they have a PSVR bonus as well. So this month they have Here They Lie, which... I'm a little confused because this does have VR, but you can also play the game completely without VR, which is how I played it. Um, so, I mean, unless they made like a special version where it's just the they, VR, uh, you should be they able said to... It's, you can play it you can play without, without. VR. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you don't have VR, don't worry about it. You should definitely get this game still. Um, it's a horror game and it's weird, weird, weird. It's, I'm excited. It's got some of the strangest scenes in it that like I ever could have imagined. And I just, I highly recommend it. It's one of those where like I got to the end of it and I was like, I don't really understand what happened, but I did have a good time going through it. And there are some jump scares. There's some gruesome stuff in it, um, but it was very enjoyable. I think it was only about four hours or so. Uh, my playthrough so it's it's a quick play um but yeah go ahead and get that get yourself ready for the october halloween season that's coming up i mean i guess it's still technically a couple months away but you know might as well uh but it's a lot it's of fun never not a horror. it's never not a good time for horror so definitely check that out and then we also get knowledge is power which is a trivia game that i'd seen 
I'd seen before and I'd be like, oh, should I get it? And I'm like, no, I don't want to pay to get that. But it, I mean, it could be fun with a group of people. But again, I don't want to pay. So now it's free. So we could get that yeah. too. And we could have a fun little trivia trivia night. Yeah, it's one of the, uh, the PlayLink games that you play mm -hmm. on your phone. Yeah. Uh, similar to That's You um, from last I year. I loved That's yeah. You. So. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we put that in Maggie's once or twice. But yeah, that's, that's pretty cool to have. Yeah. Let's definitely check those out. All right, over on the other side of the house, your Xbox games with gold, uh, you get four honor, so that's a pretty oh. big deal. Um, we just we just had the opportunity to get it free on PC uh, right around E3, so I got it there and played it. Um, but if you have any interest at all, uh, check it out. It's it's fun. Um, I wasn't oh, yeah. like I didn't want to play for a really long time, but it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, do you want to say anything about For Honor? I know you really liked that game for a while. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You should definitely give it a shot. And like, it's free, so like, it's, it's the best time to try it. Um, so yeah, definitely give it a shot, and yeah, hopefully you enjoy. Um. Oh, and then we've got Dead Space Three, which it's it's cool that they've got this. Like, just a couple months ago, they gave us Dead Space Two on Xbox Games with Gold, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on something that I said a few episodes ago. Because remember, I threw a pretty big fit about PlayStation Plus when they gave us uh, Beyond Two Souls, and then they gave us Heavy Rain, like, a couple months later. I mean, okay, like, I think those are different. <laughs> because Detroit had just came out, and they were like, here's these games that are okay. similar. Yes, okay. So I think that's totally different. It's You think it is, but then also it's not, because these are two games in the same franchise. And, like, if you want diversity and you're not into, like, horror shooters, these games aren't for you. So you might be getting pissed about that. And if you are, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you, but I like the Dead Space games. <laughs> I had at least one or maybe multiple ones on my Wii, and then I got some on PS3, I think. Dead Space 3, I'm pretty sure, is the one I quit halfway through because it was too hard. Um, but I'd be willing to give it a go again because these are really cool games. So, you know, I'm a hypocrite, but hey, keep keep the free Dead Space games coming. I'm a-okay with that. <laughs> um, then there's something called Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two, which um, the Spawn on Me podcast was talking about the first Epic Mickey game and like it was like way cooler than you might expect it to be. Um, and they're like they were really excited about it. And then they're like, oh, it's it's two. I don't know anything about the second game. So who knows if the second game is any good? But uh, the fir the first game was apparently pretty cool. So, um, I feel like there should be one more game because there's usually four. Uh, but I certainly they, didn't, I didn't write. I down think they anything. announce they 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 doesn't Xbox Game of Gold do like the two parter like you get some game on the start yeah but games. they usually they announce them all so, at once so they? I don't know you might have Weird. another game that I didn't write down so it'll be a surprise if you find it um, in a related note when I was looking at uh, Game Pass stuff because they were showing what Game Pass games are gonna uh, leave Game Pass at the end of the month. Um, this article was saying if you have downloaded a game from Game Pass, it's yours, like, forever until you delete it off your system. Like, I thought as soon as it went off Game Pass, you wouldn't be able to access it anymore, but apparently that's yeah. not the case. So I think that's pretty cool. I doubt if you delete it off your system, you could re-download it later if it's not on Game Pass anymore. But if you got it and you like it, 
you keep that shit forever. So that's pretty cool. And like, I've had it for a couple months now and just didn't understand that's how it worked. So very cool. Um, also, I thought we should talk about the Twitch Prime games that you get for August. Um, but I forgot to write down what those were. The only thing I remember is you get Death Squared, which I think was one of the games you got from Xbox last yeah. month. It's a puzzle yeah. game. Um, and then you get SteamWorld Dig, which a couple months ago, Twitch Prime gave you SteamWorld Dig 2. Um, so, I mean, I'm just going to... I'm just gonna stop berating people for for doing the same types of games various months because you know whatever it's free games I don't know I can't always throw a fit um I mean I could but I'm not going to all right so I think we have one more topic we wanted to talk about this week um so over on polygon.com they've kind of declared that it's backlog week and there's been like a lot of articles and different things about backlog and how to deal with your backlog and if like if there's a time limit and if you haven't played a game by a certain time it's like not worth playing it anymore um so i just thought maybe we should talk about backlogs in general how we feel about it personally if we have issues what do you think yeah So, like, I don't know if I have, like, a backlog. Like, generally, if I, like, don't play a game, like, if I get a game and I don't start playing it within a certain amount of time, I just probably won't get to it. But then I'm, like, I'm a weird consumer because, like, if there's a single-player game I really want to play, like, God of War. Like, I get it day one, Mm -hmm. and I finish it as quickly as possible. Uh, But, like, I bought Assassin's Creed Origins, and it sat on my shelf for like three months and then i was like you know i'm never gonna play this so i'm writing it in <laughs> uh, and then like i probably would never gotten resident evil 7 had you not given it to me so uh so i'm very weird with backlogs like i don't feel like i have a backlog i i have a set group of games that are generally multiplayer that i play all the time um if there's a single player game that i want to play i play it and it's very hard for me to like go back and play an older game yeah. like I think the only one is like if it's recommended to me. Like you recommended Gone Home to me, mm-hmm. so I went and played Gone Home like within two days. Oh, so, that's so like, weird. So if I recommend a game, you'll play it. I mean, it depends on the game. So there's this game called Butterfly oh, Soup. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I second I said it. I was like, I feel like she's gonna pull this back on me, and he did. So <laughs> okay, that's fine. What is your stance on backlogs? Um, so I was thinking about it because at first I'm like, I don't really have a backlog. And I mean, I have like hundreds of games that I own that I've never played. A lot of them come from like a PS Plus or something um, where I just like to get my free games anyway. But like I don't have like a chunk of games where I feel like, oh, I need to play these. Like I need to make time to do this. Like I don't I don't feel that pressure with them. So I don't really feel like it's like your traditional backlog because um, like... And mine's kind of the reverse. Like, I always want to have a pretty strong pool of games that I haven't played. Um, because, like, my gaming style has kind of changed. Like, because we're doing the podcast, like, I like to have one or two games that are new that I haven't talked about before that I want to be able to play and talk about for the podcast. So that requires, like, always having a chunk of of games to, to pick from to play something. So, like, if I ever ran out of games i'd be 
I'd be in a terrible position because I'd have to start like paying money to play games. Uh, <laughs> like right now, I've got so many that I can just go and like a lot of the stuff with Game Pass. Like I've downloaded games there that I'm pretty excited to play, um, but like I make myself wait. I'm like I would like to play all of these like all at once you know but i'm like no i've got i've got games i've played this week so i need to wait and maybe i can play some games next week like i don't want to play them all uh at once yeah. you know so i have to i have to spread it out um and then like there are games like i don't know i know i have like far cry 4 just sitting on my shelf that i've never played which <laughs> i'd rented it once and played some and i liked it okay but it's like one of those situations where you know, it's Christmas and like your family wants your Christmas list. They're like, what do you want? What do you want? And like, exactly. I'm like, I'm going to buy everything that I want as soon as it's available. So like you kind of ask for something that like would be okay, but you don't really care about. So like I have stuff like that, that like, you know, maybe I'll never play. It was just like something to say to like fill a Christmas list. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I've just got stuff like that. Um one of the articles on Polygon that I was reading was pretty interesting because it's talking about how backlogs are kind of going to disappear the more Netflix-like uh, gaming becomes. So especially with like PS Plus and Games with Gold, like you, or I'm sorry, like Game Pass, where you have a big selection of games just sitting there all the time. And they made the connection like, if you go out and buy a Blu-ray, like, you're going to want to watch that. And if it sits on your shelf, you're going to feel bad about it because you paid money to buy this, but you haven't watched it yet. But, like, on Netflix, there's, like, millions of movies, and you don't feel guilty about not watching any of those movies because they're available there for you, but, like, you didn't specifically buy them. Um, yeah. So as more streaming or downloading whatever is available, as you're just more, like, accessing games with a monthly fee rather than buying a game specifically um you might feel less pressure to play all of the games that you're interested in which is an interesting idea so yeah because like i know like past years i have had a backlog um but like as i don't know like this year and 2017 like i just don't feel like i have one like i generally buy a lot of games digitally so i play them right away um pretty much i guess like like backlog for me consists of like like you said uh hey what do you want for christmas hey what do you want for your birthday i don't know like buy these games that i have a vague interest in yeah. like sounds good <laughs> origins um and then i just end up never getting to them so they just get traded so but yeah um there was one more thing i was gonna say but then i've forgotten it cody um backlogs are smelly oh and no. just no no my other thing about um like i don't i don't feel the need to finish games like i very rarely finish games now and i'm okay with that um like i just like to try stuff out and like if it's something that i really like like god of war like that's something i'm gonna finish um yeah. but like a lot of games i'll just start it and you know have some good times with it and then i'm gonna move on um so like just this weekend like i was like, I'd played West of Loathing for a while previously, and I was really having a good time with it. But then, like, a couple weeks had passed, and so I went to play it again just the other day, and, like, I couldn't remember what I was supposed to be doing. Even though my buddy, like, tells me, like, here are your side quest missions, here's the main mission. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do, but, like, I don't know where to go to do these things. 
And I was like, I could wander around for a while and try to figure it out. I could Google it or I could just stop and go play something else. And that's what I did. And I'm like, oh, I think this is apparently where I stopped playing West of Loathing, which is too bad because it's a fun game. But uh, if I'm away from it for too long, I think I just kind of lose interest to like make the effort to keep going in it. Um, Yeah. But then there's some games like Persona 5 where I'll just like keep coming back to that and playing a few hours like every month or so and it'll be fine. It'll take me a few years and maybe I'll eventually finish it, but it's I don't know. I just don't I don't let myself feel pressure about it. Yeah. So. Now I will say coming up the rest of this year, there yeah. will be a backlog because there's so many games uh <laughs> and like you can't play all of them. Um so yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to deal with the rest of the year. Yeah. It'll be. Is there games like I want to try, but like I so still like those go those go I guess in the backlog where like when I get to them I get to them, but yeah. like, I'm not like just, like Fallout seventy six is a game I want to try, not something I'm chomping at the bit for. Yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption two is a game I want to play really badly, but I know like it's going to take hundreds of hours to beat, so I don't want to dive into that right now when I have other games that are take less time. So I want to have like a long period uh, to deal with those. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. By the end of the year, I'll have a backlog. But currently, no backlog. <laughs> I don't know, my backlog's easy. I'm like, oh, I'm, I've got this game. I'll just I'll say I'm done with it. And now it's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. No more backlog. I'll just stop playing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. But yeah. Um. All right. I think that's probably about it did you have anything else did i miss anything important in esports news overwatch league announced uh two new teams one for atlanta georgia and the other one the name is escaping me is gao gaozing yeah here's the thing i was like should we talk about this and then i'm like if we talk about this i'm gonna need to do some heavy research and look up how to pronounce the name of this location because i don't know how i'm pretty sure i heard someone say gaozing okay all right yeah um, there's no like mascot or anything yet, and they yeah. haven't announced a team. It's just that they have a team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and, and the Atlanta exciting. team is owned by uh, Cox Cable, so yeah, that's a really big sponsor for Overwatch to have. So good for them. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. We'll, uh, later in the couple weeks or so, I don't remember the exact date, but we'll be having the All Star uh, show or All Star game. So. That oh, yeah, should be yeah. fun and entertaining and hopefully tide us over for a little bit since we're having our, well, since some of us might be having our Overwatch League withdrawal symptoms, but that's fine. So I've actually been playing a ton of Overwatch lately. Um, I saw you I did playing my the other day. <laughs> I did my placement matches uh, for the season. Um, having fun. Wrecking Ball is annoying. Have you been playing um, him at all? Do you like playing him? I tried. I cannot. Like, I'm so terrible. hard. He's very hard to play. Uh, like I've noticed, wrecking ball players do one of two things: they either don't jump in and dive, which is what I do, um, mm-hmm. or they jump in, connect to the payload, and just spin around it in a circle yeah. and hit things nonstop. And it's really annoying. Um, but I have played the new Symmetra, um, like her a lot. Like yeah. that's a that's, that's a great update to that character. She really needed it. I feel I hate Hanzo's playing against the new Symmetra because she is like. She is... <laughs> 
Man, she can like shoot those um sentry turrets like just oh, back yeah. behind you, like you don't even notice yeah. and then all of a sudden you're getting shot and you're like, What's happening? Man, she is she's a tough uh, cookie now. I like the new Hanzo. I feel like he fits in like a tank busting role where like if you can pop that uh the quick fire arrow, mm -hmm. uh you can melt some tanks. I was doing that. Um and the new Sombra update, where she has like unlimited invis uh, invisibility, and her teleport doesn't have a cooldown. Like you throw it, and it's not like you have six seconds to teleport. Yeah, I I didn't know that it, they did that. I um, had no idea she was getting those kind of updates. That's yes, interesting. So that makes that character a lot more fun to play. Um, huh? Because like you never have to worry about like oh I got like two seconds for it to come out of vis invisibility or oh my teleporter is almost out of time I got to teleport back, like. That's interesting, so you can just stay invisible the whole time until you start shooting or get shot? Yes, but I think there is a, like, if you walk in front of someone, like, point blank, they will detect you now. Okay. So, uh, you kind of have to, like, be careful about, like, oh, I'm going to sneak yeah. through them. Like, you got to be real careful with that stuff. Well, if there's no cooldown on your teleporter, like, if you can throw it back behind people and then teleport and then be invisible, and then, like, man, that seems really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to play as her. Um, yeah, Overwatch, uh, you know, after watching the Overwatch League, I was like, you yeah, know, I want to play some Overwatch. So I've been playing I've, some of that. I played some the other night when I was, when I when I stopped playing West of Loathing, I'm like, what can I play? I'll just go to like that warm place in my heart and play some Overwatch. So, so yeah, kill. All right. Just a reminder, if you guys want to respond to our question on what games you like to watch streamed but not play, uh, we would love to hear your responses. We'll go over those next week on the podcast. So, as always, oh, and also if you just want to send like your own listener questions, uh, we're ready for some more of those. So we got all caught up. So you can write to us at contact at geekheartgames.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at geekheartgames. Uh, we're still doing our Resident Evil 5 series. I, I do want to apologize, guys. This, this last episode that came out and then this next one that's coming out has some echo issues. Um, I've got a new headset and apparently the volume is like really loud, so it was picking it up. And we're going to try to work on getting that fixed Sam's before uh... the next one. <laughs> Sam's getting up there in years, so she's having some issues hearing. Hey, what was that, sir? I can't speak into my good ear. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm like my... horn things. I do. Um, so yeah, my headset was too loud. It made Cody echo. I apologize. We're working on getting it fixed. So thank you for your patience. Um, but you can always watch our videos over at geekartgames.com/slash/youtube. Um, we've got live streams that we do sometimes at twitch.tv slash geekheartgames. You can join our Discord, that's geekheartgames.com slash Discord. And if you would like to buy a Geekheart Games t-shirt, you can go to geekheartgames.com slash shirts. I am at S-K-S-U-V-A-K, Cody. I am at Cody. And just one more quick reminder, if you're getting into this Solstice of Heroes and you're looking for some buddies to play with, uh, you can join the Geek Heart Guardians clan, because we're always looking for new buddies. Um, me and Jessica are the only ones in the clan on PC, so we would like some more people there, because we're just the two of us. We can't get that Crucible clan in yeah. anymore since it's 6v6 now. Those, uh, so. Do those taxes on the PC and stuff. Yeah, that's, I don't know, but hey. It'd be fun. All right. 
Uh, thank you everyone for watching. If you would be so kind to leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would very much appreciate it. Um, I think that's it. Cody, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>